0: Treats podcast with Nick Cavins. He's
1: Greg. I'm Nick. We're brought to you by athletic greens. And of course our friends at betonline.ag. All right, Greg, this is the bill O'Brien episode, baby. The bill O'Brien episode. I know new England's all fired up, pumped in Jack, chewing on gum like Joe Missoula on the sidelines. All right, let's talk about it, Greg. Uh, obviously we start with this bill O'Brien. You and I have said for the past several weeks, we've said during the season that he is the best candidate. The Patriots landed the best candidate. Your thoughts on B.O.B.
0: As far as you know, bringing in O'Brien just by itself, I love it. I mean, I think it's the best chance for the Patriots to sort of regain what they lost last year. It's uh, a chance to get back to what Josh McDaniels was building with a rookie quarterback and Mac Jones and, you know, a bunch of new guys in the system through free agency, you know, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith. Uh, So I think that's, that's all great. I mean, I think it's, and I also like that O'Brien's coming back with, um, you know, he has varied experiences. I mean, he's not the same guy, who left here after 2011 to go to Penn state. And then he was with the Texans and then Alabama the last two years. Uh, he has a lot of different experiences. He's been a hex head coach. I think he was a successful head coach. Uh, did he knock it out of the park? No. Uh, does anybody really do it in that division or, you know, the Houston Texans? I mean, considering what was before and after O'Brien in Houston, uh, pretty damn good. Uh, if you ask me, I mean, he he went to the playoff four times, four division titles in seven years with a bunch of different quarterbacks. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was a three-time All-Pro his last three seasons with O'Brien. Deshaun Watson became a superstar in the league. I mean, did it all come together? No. And I think there's varying reasons for that. Some of that is on O'Brien. Some of it is on the ownership there and sort of the things that have gone on. But I think that it's, it's a really good thing for, number one, the franchise, the crafts. I think this, this, uh, this gets back to uh, the formula that they had a lot of success with. I think it's a great thing for Mac Jones because Bill O'Brien is, uh, is going to implement or bring back the system that he started to show a really good understanding for as a rookie And it it takes advantage of what he's really good at. And and Billy will build the offense around what Mac can do well instead of the debacle that we saw last season, which is you're going to run, you guys are all going to run this scheme. We don't really care how it works for you guys, but this works for us as coaches. Um, And I think the most important thing, I think that people don't really understand or it hasn't really been talked about, I think this is huge for Bill Belichick and sort of the way he finishes off his career here, passing Don Shula and all that stuff, because what happened this past season was from my understanding from people in the building is that Bill spent an enormous amount of time of his time on, on fixing the offense or trying to get the offense good, where in years past, he basically left the offense up to Josh McDaniels and That way, Bill could get more involved with the defensive game plans, special teams and stuff like that. And I thought what you saw last year was a complete and total team regression. Yeah, the defense was was good statistically and what have you. But we all know how they looked against the really good offenses and how number one receivers uh, basically had no problem against the Patriots. And in years past, that would not have happened. And we all saw what happened on special teams. It's been a deterioration the past two years. And I think that O'Brien coming in here and being able to run the offense, if Bill gives them the autonomy that he deserves and has earned with his career, then I think this makes the Patriots as a whole a much better football team going forward.
1: Yeah, first on Belichick, he gets to be the CEO now, right? Let, let yep. him be the CEO. Let him focus on game day, coaching decisions, clock management, timeout usage, all that kind of stuff we talk about, scenarios, end of half, all of those things he can fully focus on now. He can also put most of his attention, as you just said, on defense and special teams and try to fix that side of of the, the football and, and the phase of, of special teams, which has fallen apart. So I think it is great for Belichick. Let him be the CEO. I think the defense was, was good this year. Uh, I know people bring up the quarterback stuff, but Hey, you play who you play, but I still think having Belichick's eyes on the defense and special teams will help the Patriots overall in a huge way. As far as O'Brien getting the call, just a couple thoughts. Number one, I love the decisiveness, like from the very beginning of this off season and we talked about it, there was a reason for it. The crafts knew how the fans felt the crafts, knew things needed to be fixed. They had the conversation with Belichick right away. Then you have the press release, the statement that was sent out to the media, which was very different saying, we're going to go look for the OC. There were the leaks to Tom Curran and others about, Hey, Bill O'Brien's the favorite in the building to let fans know. We understand that Bill O'Brien is the best candidate for this job. And then going out and getting it done. All of this has happened within two weeks which I love, the decisiveness, go out there, get the deal done, bring the guy in who is the best for the job, and that's precisely what they have done. I also like the O'Brien thing. Just one quick note, the tight end usage. Now, I'm not telling you he's going to make Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry into the greatest tight end combination in the history of the world. I mean, he literally had two of the most talented tight ends that have played in the game in the past 25 years. But Bill O'Brien has shown the ability to utilize tight ends, to put those guys into positions to succeed. And if Hunter Henry and John Smith are on this roster in 2023, I think O'Brien gives you a much better chance to get the most out of those guys than any other offensive coordinator that's available. And if you look around the NFL, Greg, it's not like these teams are plucking OCs. Like I don't think one has been filled. Like there's, not even one head coaching vacancy has been filled. There's a lot of indecision right now in the NFL. So for the Patriots to get O'Brien and maybe continue to build out this staff as quickly as they can and and as effectively as they can, it's huge. It's huge for the operation of this football team. Let's get to Matt. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, I agree with you on the tight end thing real quick. Um, Nick, um, yes, he certainly did really good things with, um, uh, you know, two, Uh, special and different tight ends here with Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez at the beginning. Um, You know, that Patriots offense was a wagon in 2011, basically carried the team to a Super Bowl when they had basically spare parts on defense that year. I mean, to the point where Julian Edelman had to play slot cornerback against Anquan Bolden in the AFC Championship game. You know, but I would also say, you know, yes, you could point at that, but I, I'm just thinking back. I don't remember one tight end in Houston that did anything. And so, you know, we'll see. But I think, I think Billy's really good at taking what he has and right. figuring that out. And I think he right. was part of the staff that from, like, 2009, I know after that offseason, what happens with the Patriots coaching staff is Belichick will give guys, uh, his coaches, like, certain projects to work on. Um, at least this is how it used to work. Um, when Bill was uh, at full throttle as Patriots head coach. I don't know if it goes, if it quite goes on to the same extent, but after 2009 and their issues there, the Patriots had thought they were, you know, too too much shotgun gun run type of offense. And they thought that was part of their their undoing. And so they wanted to move more to the two tight end thing. And they studied that in the off season. and that's how they came up with Gronkowski and Hernandez, which, you know, at least for the short term, they knocked out of the park. Um, But we'll have to see. And so, you know, Billy was able to use that. Whereas, you know, McDaniels before that there was more of a fullback centric. They would use a fullback as part of their offense and even back to Charlie Weiss and that sort of thing. Um, But Billy was able to go more towards the, uh, the two tight end offense. You had the no huddle, Offense, the one word no huddle at one point. I think that was the 2011 season because Hernandez was part of that. And uh, so he's able to do that. And so he'll look at the personnel here. He'll figure out a, made, a way to make it work. But yeah, I mean, look, Hunter Henry, I think we all know that he's a lot better than what he put out there on the field last year. Johnny Smith, is he better? Is he more capable than what he's done so far? I have my doubts.
1: Again, I'll stand by this. I saw John Smith do some things in Tennessee. Doesn't mean he can be a miracle worker in New England and and be this explosive guy, but you now have an offensive coordinator who can at least say, okay, this is what Jono does well. How can we utilize it to the best of our ability and get the most out of him? That's the point. You got the guy that could do that. Let's see if, if that can be executed. Mac Jones, just the quarterback, how is he feeling? I know there have been reports out there saying, you know, Mass Live had this, that he's he's excited to have Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. Just your thoughts on what this does for Mac.
0: Of course he's excited. I mean, especially, I mean, <laughs> you know, how how would you like to go from Alcatraz to um, to freedom in one day? I mean, you know, of, <laughs> of course he's excited. That's like saying, like, you know, when I was fat, I liked, you know, I was a little bit excited about Calzones and pizza and other uh, good food, <laughs> but anyways um yeah, i mean look this is this is great for him I mean he he we all realize that Mac Jones in a talent competition is not going to blow anybody away um just like i I wouldn't say Tom Brady does. I wouldn't say uh Joe Burrow does, not to say that he's on the same level as those guys, but you know those guys are great because their coaches realize what they do well. And that, a big part of that is their minds and figuring out like deciphering what the defense is going to do, where the weaknesses are going to be, you know, getting, if they need to move a guy from one side to the other to take advantage of the defense, like that's what Mac Jones is really good at. That, that gets him, that gets his juices flowing, gets him excited about the game. What went on here last year was a complete regression from that. And even though we did see it a little bit more at the end of the season when he played his best ball uh, of the year. So I think that he's going to – He's. I know he's excited. Uh, The guys on offense are excited. They're getting back. I mean, even a guy like David Andrews, who another guy who, you know, isn't the most talented guy in the world but is really smart and really tough and they took away what he did best and it was just beyond stupid. It was like – I still can't believe – We'll talk about this for years to come, but just like just the complete pointlessness of what the Patriots did this past season and all Billy O'Brien coming back allows everybody to use all of their tools. And and that's what the Patriots need to do, because they're never I don't care if it's defense or offense or whatever. The Patriots are never going to blow you out of the way with talent. They need to win with their smarts, with their toughness with their situational football last year was a regression in that regard so far Billy O'Brien is a good step to getting back towards that and I think it it is a fantastic
1: step for Mac Jones but I I don't think this is the end-all be-all I I don't think Bill O'Brien comes in here and all of a sudden he fixes everything and I still want to impress upon people that Mac Jones needs support in other ways right he it would be great to go out there and get a true, legit number one wide receiver. Unless you think Jacoby Myers is that guy. We think Myers as great as he's been. He has limitations. So do you go out there and and get that true number one? Is that guy available? What does this team do at offensive tackle? Is Trent Brown back? Isaiah Wynn is obviously gone. Uh, We would hope that they draft at least one, if not two guys at the OT position. So what's this O-line look like at the tackles? Uh, Also, you know, Tyquan Thornton, How does he develop? Does he develop into a guy with a full offseason and training camp that can be trusted and run the right routes? There's a lot of different questions about this offense. Max still needs the support and the tools and the weapons to utilize. I mean, I'm not going to go too far down the road of Brock Purdy because I think some of the, some of the hyperbole is getting completely out of control. He's a great story and give him all the credit in the world but look at what he has at his disposal. I mean, it's, it's easier to, you know, get those stats and win those games when you've got so much yak because you've got Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and run CMC and, and the best left tackle in the game and a good offensive line, like no matter what, you know, Joe Burrow, he still needs, you know, Jamar Chase and T Higgins. So you know, will Mac get some of those weapons? I think the offense is, is good as far as skill position wise, but it could be better. And will they support him more than just saying, oh, Bill O'Brien's going to fix everything?
0: That's why, Nick, I think, I think how, okay, they got Billy O'Brien now. Now what do they do as far as the offensive staffing? Because I think this is vital. You know, it's, it's you know the things that you talk about, um, you know, Tyquan Thornton. I mean is, is is he being coached the right way? I think I just think coaching is so important, especially on the offensive side of the ball where, you know, let's let's be honest, okay? Bill Belichick as great as he is and he's the greatest ever. He has a very limited knowledge of the modern NFL game. And I think he should take a page out of Nick Saban's uh, sort of playbook at Alabama where Nick Saban at some point in time said, you know what, I don't really, I don't really understand this offense and and where it's going. So I'm just going to hire a bunch of smart ass people and let them do it. You know, guys who, you know, whether it was day ball and uh, you know, the guy who's at Texas now and Billy O'Brien and all these guys. Yep. Yeah. Steve Sarkisian. like, he, he, he just hired a bunch of guys, who knew the offensive game and he turned it over to them. Like, I hope I'm just fearful. My fear for this team is that they hire Billy O'Brien, but then Belichick is being Belichick and like shoehorning in and saying, well, you need to take, you know, Adrian Clem, or you need to take Troy Brown, or you need to take Vinny Sanceri. Like, look, those guys might be good coaches. I, I don't know. I don't know any of them. Okay. But let, let O'Brien decide. He's been, he's been a head coach at the college level. He's been a successful NFL head coach. He's been at Alabama, the pinnacle of college football. Like he is, he is no longer the neophyte that that Belichick had in, in 2009 through 2011. He is a much different guy. Now he knows what it takes to be successful in the NFL and especially on offense. Let him do it. Bill doesn't know the modern game anymore. I don't know how much more you need to see from, you know, from 2020 to last season. Like he just doesn't get it. And so just turn it over to Bill. If Billy... Thinks that Adrian Clem's a good offensive line coach and he can do the job, what's needed in this offense, then let him hire him. If he doesn't think that Troy Brown's the right guy, let him bring in Sean Jefferson or Keenan McCardell or what have you. Like, just I hope this past season showed everybody, including Belichick, how important coaching is. And it's not just the head coach and the coordinators, it's also the position coaches that deal with these guys a lot more. And I think that's where we've seen a lack of development with the Patriots and they need to get back to developing talent. They're bringing in better young talent in this organization, but it doesn't matter if they're not uh, facilitating and and developing that young talent. I do have hope about O'Brien's autonomy
1: since it was reported by Burt Breer, our friend, at SI that, uh, you know, O'Brien interviewed Adrian Clem as as the follow-up to the offensive line coach position. That gives me some hope that O'Brien now is, he's in this position, he's going to follow up with these guys. You know, maybe Belichick did the first interview for some background and context, and he gives that information to Bill O'Brien. And now O'Brien kind of takes that from there and says, okay, I'll interview these guys with the background you got for me, and then I'm going to be able to pick who I want to have these, you know, as positional coaches. That's, that's my hope. And since he interviewed Clem, I, I think it's going to go down that road. I do have a quick question for you though, Greg, do you think Bill O'Brien would take the job given how many OC jobs were out there, given that this guy has had success and he, he could have likely gone elsewhere. Do you think he would take the gig in new England? If he wasn't given assurances or word from Belichick that he would have that kind of
0: autonomy. I I know nothing on this, this topic, you know, that it's not an informed opinion. This is my personal opinion from I've known O'Brien for years. We have not talked about any of this stuff. I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, And knowing sort of, but knowing sort of the landscape, I do think he would take this job without that. Um, Mm. O'Brien is, pardon No, I said, okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I I do think that he would, and here's why. I think that, as we've talked about before, his situation with his family was probably the highest priority for him. Yeah. Um, You know, he was at Alabama. His his family was back in Houston. His son, Jack has uh it, it, you know has a lot of special needs in terms of care and things like that. I don't think it was a great experience for the family the previous 2 years. This is coming back home, probably a better support system. So, I mean that he didn't I know I know O'Brien heard from all the other openings, but he never interviewed there, so I think he wanted to be back here and I think it was more about the situation for the O'Briens in totality than just the coaching thing. And so I do think that uh, I think that O'Brien seeded a little, it would have seeded a little bit of leverage. And, and from what I know about um, Billy and the type of person that he is and the type of coach that he was here the first time and the way he was at Alabama, he gets along to get along a lot of the time. Sometimes I wish he was a little bit more assertive in that regard, but he is definitely a, 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 a respectful chain of command type of guy and I have a little bit of fear with that and that he might go along with Belichick on some of this stuff just because he just wanted to be back here I'm hoping that's not the case for him and the Patriots but I'm fearful that that is going to be the case
1: it's interesting because Bill O'Brien on the field as far as a coach and and how he coaches guys and we all see the video of him and Tom Brady yelling at each other and you know, he he's kind of deemed a bulldog, somebody who's really hard on people and, and and is assertive and does draw the line. But it's different when you're talking about coach player versus coaching guys above you, right? Ownership and the guy who runs the program. So just because Bill O'Brien is a little bit of a hard ass on the players and is willing to kind of go after them, Doesn't necessarily mean, as Greg just said, that he's willing to do the same when it comes to Bill Belichick or RKK
0: if they say something that he doesn't necessarily agree with. One more thing. Nick, one more thing to uh, to kick off on that with with the Underwood thing. To to me, you know, a lot of people outwardly see just the fire and he's standing up to Tom Brady. That's actually more in line with who he is in terms of chain of command and like being respectful and knowing your place and things like that, which I think he will do with Mac Jones. He, you know, from what I understand about that incident, you know, Tom, o- Tom, Tom Brady was just, he, he was mad at the world that game at everybody about what was going on. And he took it out on Tyquan Thornton, um, Tyquan Thornton, Underwood, Tyquan yeah. Underwood. Uh, and he, and, and O'Brien to him, that's, that was offensive to you know what he believes about football and about structure and about people's places and so he answered that immediately where like dude don't take it out on taekwon underwood and you know and, and his position coach like he he's doing the best that he can so why don't you you know shut the f up and just worry about playing your position like stay in your lane and so to me that's more that's not an example of what Billy O'Brien might do it's more in line of he believes in chain of command and doing things the proper way and and uh and that even you know goes for the greatest quarterback of all time fantastic point I have one more thing to say about Mac Jones but before we get to that Greg tell the people about Athletic Greens I started taking AG1 because I wanted to make sure I was getting all the vitamins and nutritional supplements I needed in one place now I've been on it for seven months and I love it doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a mild tropical taste, a little minty, and I actually look forward to it each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. I'm telling you, you, you take this and it's like a, shot to your brain i try to do it before i go in felger and maz all the time because (laughs) i need the brain power when i go in there i take it first thing in the morning especially when i'm about to do felger and maz it's part of my morning routine i'd be lost without it contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition All right, we got a time limit today. So before we get into some rapid fire
1: questions for you about the the Patriots situation continued and also the rest of the NFL as we get ready for the championship games, just one more point that I, I want to make sure that we don't miss that I think is absolutely critical with this Bill O'Brien hiring. We said this, you know, last podcast, I talked about the timing of, of this Mac Jones decision, right? The Patriots have to make a decision after this season on Mac if they want to pick up that 5th year option. And you need to know who Mac Jones is. You, you need to believe that he can be franchise QB one. And this gives you the best chance to evaluate the player, to understand if he is that guy. So you can pick up that option because if Mac proves that he's not the guy, Then you have to move in a different direction, but you want all the information, all the intel you can get all the film without some circus calling the plays and and, an offensive line around him. That was just a disaster this past season. You want to give the young man a chance to prove that he can be the franchise QB one. And this does that this season, which should give the Patriots a lot of confidence to either say he's not the guy or he is the guy.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think that they they need to get their answer on Mac. This is where other teams have been with Tua and and whatnot. Um, You know, we'll see in terms of, you know, how much talent they need to support Mac. I think, you know, if they bring back Jacoby Myers, whatever that's going to cost or what have you, I mean, you know, do I think if they boost the line, if the line gets better, um, do I think there's enough here right now? uh to judge mac jones yeah i do i mean I, people I, i'm just going to caution people and this is not i'm sure there are some people some the mac jones sucks crowd out there who's going to say this is Bedard making more excuses for mac i'm just saying and i would say this i i say this with any coaching change and what have you and even last year i said man eh, this might take until like the halfway point of the year for things to really start cooking on offense which um the stove never fired so but like it's going to take a little time. Okay. Like, you know, it's going to take about, you know, four or five games for everybody to O'Brien to realize what he has and the coaches. So um, we're going to get a, a good indicator on Mac. I think he's going to do really well with this. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's the guy. I don't know that. I think he could be the guy, but I think we'll get a good, a real good answer. I think he'll have a good year coming up. All right, rapid
1: fire, about a minute on each. Greg, does this finally kill the Shanahan zone West Coast
0: offense possibility? Uh, yes. I mean, they they will still have elements of it. And even I I I forget what game it was, but something came some old game came up, some McDaniels game, old game came up on Twitter. It might have been like one of the Ravens playoff games, a couple plays or sequences, and I'm like, well, there's outside zone, there's outside zone. Like, so they've always done it. The beauty about the Patriots is that. They they spin the dial in terms of what they do on both sides of the ball, and you never get a bead on it. And uh, so we will always see elements of outside zone that type of thing in this offense. It just won't be as um, poorly executed as it was this year. Reading your stuff
1: this week, you don't seem like a big Adrian Clem fan. Uh, Do you know something that we don't know about Clem, or is it just you're not
0: enamored with the idea of him? So. I know nothing of Adrian Clem personally, never met him. Don't, I I don't know. All I, all I could tell you is that, you know, I heard the name, he was coming in to interview. I texted people in Pittsburgh and at Oregon, people connected to the college game say, Hey, what do you know? Can he be an offensive coordinator? The people in Pittsburgh were like, absolutely not. That his one year as offensive line coach as the head, he was assistant for two years one year as head offensive line coach. First of all, it did not go well. You can look at the statistics. Secondly, I don't know, for whatever reason, Adrian Clem was looking around for another job. Mike Tomlin found out, told him, you can leave. Which, that a position coach in the middle of an NFL season, like leaving because he got hired by a college job, that doesn't happen. But after, they, after the Steelers lost to Kansas City, Tomlin announced on Monday that Clem was, was leaving for an opportunity at Oregon. The Steelers won their last two games, got into the playoffs. Clem was not there for that. Uh, not great reports on him at at Oregon in terms of what he's doing. So uh, I, I'm just going off. I, I just want to g- the reason that I, I'm everybody knows how I feel about the offensive line, how I think it's vitally important. I would hope that the NFL playoffs, what has gone on so far will tell you how important the trenches are and um, and I just think you have to be serious about that. And you have to be on point, especially in this system and how much they put on the offensive line coach. You cannot just say, oh, I think this guy can do it. Go get a guy who you know can do it. O'Brien knows plenty of guys, whether it's Doug Marone, Mike Devlin was this guy in Houston who's now the assistant line coach with the Ravens. Uh, get somebody who can do the job. I just, maybe Clem's the greatest offensive line coach ever. I don't know, but. Just make sure that O'Brien's really, really comfortable with that.
1: If O'Brien has autonomy, if O'Brien is interviewing him, if he picks Clem, I'll trust O'Brien. I think he'll do the right thing for himself and the staff. So we'll see what happens. Last one quickly. Anything to make of the Pats
0: staff coaching the Shrine Bowl? No, uh, you know, I'm sure people will... um... Analyze this like it's a Zapruder film, looking for clues. Like, I don't think like Steve Belichick is there. He might be having a kid. Like, you know, look, the Patriots, I think, are still formulating what their offense or what their coaching staff is going to look like. They agreed to do this. um, You know, we'll see going forward. All right. Let's get to the uh, divisional weekend takeaways. A couple
1: quick ones for you before we get to uh, our picks for the week Eagles, Niners, big wins. Uh, For you and the Patriots, Greg, explain that.
0: Yeah, I think, I think those teams, you know, and look, they have Brock Purdy, their third string quarterback, seventh round pick Um, Jalen Hurts, who yes, is playing at a very high level right now. uh, But it's hard for me to separate the fact that the Niners and the Eagles are the two best teams. I mean, you know, whether it's Scheme on both sides of the ball, talent on both sides of the ball. They're they're awesome. They're they're wagons, and uh, to me, it's. And you know, I would always get in this ba- battle with Felger. It seemed like every year during the playoffs that the Patriots weren't there. And after Brady, about like you know, you gotta have like the greatest quarterback ever, or else you can't compete. And these teams just show you that that is in fact not correct. That it's about. Teams that win championships are the best teams at that time. I mean, yes, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow are special talents, and maybe their teams aren't um, the greatest. Maybe they, sort of like Brady for a while there, would lift the Patriots up another notch or two just because of his greatness. So, yes, that still goes on. But, you know, two of the best teams – just to me show you that it it is very much still a team game if you aspire to win championships all right before we get to our picks coming up in these championship games greg tell the fine people about bet online bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season everything from nfl playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport and game imaginable. BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards, BetOnline.ag where the game starts we start with
1: the nfc championship game eagles minus two and a half against the niners
0: greg i just think brock purdy has a ceiling i think that the eagles are the type of team uh, defensively their defensive line their secondary i think they have the ability to uh stress Purdy and Kyle Shanahan and like let's let's be honest if Dak Prescott played okay uh, average I I don't even think the 49ers beat the Cowboys I, I I thought that they had a lot of issues in that game and I think the Eagles will pick up on that I just think they're they're a lot more talented especially at the quarterback position I just don't I think Brock Purdy is not Of course, this will come back and bite me, so uh, clip this right now. (laughs) I don't think Brock Purdy is winning a Super Bowl. I just don't think you can win with a guy like that. And so I think, uh, to me, it's going to end there. The Philly defensive front is the biggest part of this football
1: game. They need to limit the run. Uh, for San Francisco, we saw last week in the first half, the Niners had like 27 rushing yards in the first half and scored nine points. And that was with Dak turning the football over a couple of times. If you limit the run, you limit that offense. If you limit the yak, you limit that offense. Um, Brock Purdy uh, has done a really good job of, of finding open receivers and and, and processing things and, and all that good stuff. He has not turned the football over. Uh, he's had some risky passes. He's got away with them. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I like the Eagles in this game. And I also like the fact that Jalen Hurts can run the Niners. If, if, if their defense has one issue, it's the fact that they have trouble against mobile quarterbacks. Like every game they've lost this year, or almost every game, if I recall correctly, was against a guy who can run a little bit. I was disappointed in Kellen Moore last week. I would have run Dak Prescott more. They ran him once off a, off an option keep. And he ended up getting like 12 yards and inside the five, that was it. They never really put pressure on the Niners, you know, defensive front to be disciplined and to be able to stop the mobile quarterback. You will see that with hurts this weekend. Bengals minus one at the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, this is a really interesting matchup. I mean, you know, I, he, I'm worried about Patrick Mahomes' ankle. I mean, that being his push-off ankle, we saw how it affected him last week. I don't know how much better it's going to be this week. We've seen him with foot issues the previous couple years. And it really sort of sunk the chiefs. They are very Mahomes centric. I don't know, even though he's, he's been his best version of himself from the pocket this season. I don't know if he can continue that against, you know, a really good Bengals front. They're not the most uh, dynamic front seven, but they're just really good. And, and they're really good at being sound, you know, as far as the Bengals, they got away with their offensive line against the bills. Um, Partially because I think the Bills are a little bit overrated in their front seven and certainly in their secondary. I, I know that Steve Spagnolo is going to push the issue. Unlike the Bill, the Bills just came out and they're like, oh, we're going to rush four. We're going to rush three and we're going to drop back in zone. And Burrow killed them. Spags ain't going out like that. Spags is going to come with Chris Jones. He's going to bring blitzes. He's going to. He's not going to be afraid of Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and like the Bills were and say, "Oh, we don't want to get beat over the top." Like he is going to go man. He's going to bring pressures. Like how does that cause a big play at some point in time? I I I just think at the end of the day, I went I changed because of the offensive line. I was stupid. Uh, it got proven. I picked the Bengals before the playoffs. I went off them because of the offensive line. I'm going back on the Bengals bandwagon. I think the Bengals win by like three or seven points. If Mahomes was healthy, I'd pick the Chiefs. It's tough for me to believe that you know the Chiefs will lose again
1: to Cincinnati, but we just don't know if uh, you know if if Mahomes is going to look anywhere near what he usually looks like. He might be just a sitting duck back there and. Cincy's defense can bring the pressure, so I'll go with Cincy in a close one as well. Uh, quickly, any BSJ member question of the day today, Greg?
0: Now let's wrap it up, and uh, you know we will deal. I'll be writing plenty about O'Brien and, and opining some of my opinions, like how the page, some of the Patriots fan base has turned right back into Happy Valley. Just you know, their memory of the last few seasons is just gone. Now it's back. <laughs> Super Bowls are back on. Bill does no wrong. Like we'll talk about that. All right. I'm sure we'll talk about that.
1: Probably the next pod too. He's Greg. I'm Nick athletic greens and bet online. Uh, If any breaking news happens, we will talk about it. Uh, Also just continue to keep an eye on these uh, championship games this weekend. Everybody be well, be healthy. We'll talk to you next week.